Canada's long-term care homes are ground zero when it comes to the COVID-19 pandemic. Actually, Canada has the dubious distinction of having the highest number of COVID cases in long-term care, according to an early study in the pandemic. Here in Ontario, yesterday saw a two-week spike in the number of cases. The grim toll has sparked calls to get to the bottom of the carnage. Hello and welcome to the Unpublished Cafe. I'm Ed Hand. While everyone at Queen's Park is on the same page when it comes to helping people in the pandemic, it appears the search for truth when it comes to ground zero is being swallowed up by politics. The Ontario government has announced a commission will look at why long-term care homes were hotbeds of infection. But that doesn't go far enough for some. Opposition leader and Hamilton Centre MPP Andrea Horvath put forward a motion this week calling for an inquiry but it was voted down in the legislature. Andrea Horvath is joining us via Zoom call, which we can tell is bringing us some technical difficulties, but we do not want to edit her message. Let's talk about the legalities of a commission versus a public inquiry. Which has more clout? Well, Ed, I think uh, I think a public inquiry definitely has more clout uh, because it's completely transparent uh, and open to the public. There is no hiding behind back rooms. There's no internal, you know, government uh, manipulation or management of the process. It's all done uh, completely independently and completely transparency, uh, transparently. And really importantly, it, it, it actually provides an opportunity for people to have their voices heard instead of the government deciding who gets to speak or who gets to t- participate. Uh, public inquiry uh, will allow all those families who have faced so much tragedy, not just during COVID, certainly during COVID, but we all know for decades now that system, that long-term care system has been broken uh, and we need to be honest about it, be transparent about it so that we can actually fix it. Did the Conservatives not originally say that they would hold a public inquiry? Well, I mean, I think what they had uh, said is uh, from the beginning is that they would review the situation. Um, and then they've come up with this uh, uh, this process uh, of a commission as opposed to a, a public inquiry, which really shortchanges Ontarians. I mean, people deserve to know what's been happening in long-term care. And, you know, they're hiding behind this bogus idea that a public inquiry is going to take years and we have to start fixing things a lot sooner than that. Um, it doesn't take year, I mean, it may take some time to get to the final report of a public inquiry, but certainly in the interim, there can, that's what happened in SARS, uh, and that's Mm. what should happen here. In fact, we don't even need an inquiry to start making some of the fixes right now. Well, what, uh, what could we do right now? What fixes do you want to see done? Well, I mean, we've, we have a private member's bill that we asked the government to pass uh, on Wednesday, and that's to have a guaranteed four hours of hands-on care in long-term care for every resident. Uh, we've, we've, we know that one of the big problems in long-term care is that the work is underpaid uh, and people have to work two and three jobs just to be able to uh, make a living. So we want to see uh, you know, much less part-time work, much more full-time work. We want uh, the government recognized during COVID that these frontline healthcare heroes, PSWs in long-term care uh, are, are, you know, doing uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, heavy and difficult and challenging and such important work and we're, we're terribly underpaid uh, and they have been for, for decades. And so we need to get that pay scale up to permanent uh, 
uh, pay that, but before COVID and after COVID, they they work their hearts out uh, for our loved ones, and and they have not been recognized for it. So pay pay uh, needs to be dealt with. We know from the Wetlawfer report uh, and the SARS report uh, that that makes a huge dis- a difference in terms of uh, of the um, you know the ability to contain outbreaks, for example, of any kind of infectious disease. Uh, but it also makes a difference in terms of the quality of care uh, for people uh, who are our residents in long term care. There, there's also recommendations around staffing levels and ratios of staffing and making sure that every single shift has the appropriate number of staff. Again, things are not unknown. Um, governments, the previous, that these behalf of Ontarians, we were asking those questions uh, back in February and March. Are they ready? Are they ready for what might happen in long-term care? And the minister assured us uh, that they were ready. And of course they weren't. And now here we are with the horrifying tragedies unfolding each and every day in long-term care. Andrea Horvath joining us in the Unpublished Cafe as we talk about uh, at least the NDP's desire for a public inquiry. Well, everybody at, uh, in, in opposition, Green, Liberal, and uh, and the NDP calling for a public inquiry. Conservatives think an independent commission is the, the way to go. Now, the Conservatives point to, you know, speed being a key factor here. Like, does, is that really a big deal for you? No, I don't. I, I think that's simply what they uh, what they've dug up as their excuse for not going to a public inquiry. Um, I think it's really clear that a find and fix inquiry can be uh, undertaken, and, and that's what the public needs. Um, and you know, I, I, I get concerned because what we've seen over the last month or so, um, since well, since the end of March, actually, we've seen a number of high-profile conservative insiders uh, register as lobbyists. For privately run long-term care centers and long-term care companies uh, to uh, lobby um, Mr. Ford and his government uh, about long-term care. So it's, it doesn't, you know, it seems to me that where there's smoke, there's fire. And it's it's very curious that these private companies are having trying to have an ear to the government or, or trying to get an ear of the government at this point in time uh, when the, the the issue of a public inquiry is, is uh, at the forefront. Um, because I think one of the things that needs to be looked at is the difference in quality of care and the number of deaths and the number of outbreaks in privately run for-profit facilities versus not-for-profit and and publicly run facilities. There's an issue there. And I think Mr. Ford and his friends, um, you know, who own these uh, big corporations, whose shareholders, uh, you know, receive profits and dividends from long-term care, don't want to see us, uh, you know, look carefully at the role of profit-making companies in our long-term care system. That's troubling. What would you like to see in the terms of reference for for a commission? Well, I mean, I don't want to see a commission. I want to see no, a, full I know, public, but, uh, uh, a full public inquiry process. And and so that's, an, but it, that is an issue though. I mean, this is the problem, right? When when the government scopes these things too narrowly, uh, then, then we don't get the answers we need. So similarly, there was a public inquiry. You'll remember those, um, the nurse, uh, Wetlawfer, mm-hmm. who yeah. um, murdered those eight patients or those eight residents in long-term care in southwestern Ontario, right? And, and that that mm-hmm. public inquiry was scoped. It was narrowly scoped to only deal with 
what was going wrong in long have been a full broad public inquiry that's what we were asking for and unfortunately the liberals refused to do so and i i, I you know i have been thinking a lot about whether we had had that proper full public inquiry uh, a couple of years ago whether we wouldn't be in a better position now to have been implementing changes uh, that might have protected all of those folks who have lost their lives uh, during covid-19 uh, from uh, you know from from catching the uh, catching the um the uh, disease you know you, you've been around queen's park for a for a while when when did long-term care facilities start declining in your eyes well when i started um at queen's park in 2003 they were already in a crisis and, and we have been advocating for years and years in fact uh, i was saying earlier about the private members bill for four hours of hands-on care when i first started we were advocating for guaranteed hours of, of, of a hands-on care. Um, and at that time, it was so long ago that we were advocating for three and a half hours. But the acuity levels of residents have increased, you know, astronomically over the last number of years. So people have comorbidities. Uh, they have more dementia. Uh, there's more behavioral issues. And so, you know, now we're saying three and a half hours isn't enough. Four hours is now the new standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrea, I was wondering, how, how would uh, you like to see long-term care look after the commission has completed its work? Well, I mean, I, I think the, the, one of the most important things is that we actually have to start making changes uh, that are necessary to give our seniors and our most vulnerable loved ones the quality of life that they deserve. You know, the quality of life, the quality of, of care. I mean, may, maybe it's time to completely rethink how we deal uh, with seniors' quality of life and how we deal with supporting uh, people as they go through the aging process. I mean, maybe it's time to revision um, exactly what we want to see. As we as we know, demographically, we're going to have many, many more seniors in the next number of years. Now's perhaps the time uh, that we don't just stick to the old model. And I'm not talking private uh, versus uh, not for profit and public. I'm talking the whole ball of wax. Uh, what are we doing in home care? What's happening in other parts of the world? There's some really great things that are happening and uh, seniors' uh, quality of life and choices for seniors uh, as they go through the you know the the aging uh, process. There's a lot of great stuff out there, and, and maybe now is the time for Ontario and Canada to take a hard look at, at changing things up you know, completely. Uh, to make sure that folks, you know, can age with dignity and with the supports and the, uh, you know, the quality of life that they deserve. You know, uh, I, I'll be honest, we've done a number of shows uh, on the Unpublished Cafe on long-term care and uh, and COVID. And, you know, in some of the, well, in particular, the advocates, advocate groups, uh, national strategy is the phrase I've heard a lot. Now, and you talk about, you know, the whole ball of wax uh, how do you feel about the federal government possibly taking over long-term care? You mentioned home care and all that from the provinces, bring in national standards as opposed to each province having a different standard. You know, I don't, uh, I don't have a problem with pulling um, the idea of pulling long-term care into the, uh, into the, into the Canada health act and, uh, and making sure that there's uh, you know, requirements or standards. But I, I do have to say, you know, we've heard this, We've heard this before uh, with childcare, and we've heard it with housing, and we've heard it on a number of different uh, files. And uh, and look, what we know that the big changes that happen uh, in, have happened in Canada, things like our Medicare system, uh, happened because 
you know, one province that in that point at that time, it was Tommy Douglas in Saskatchewan took the reins and, and actually made the changes and other provinces followed suit. And then finally the federal government made a national program. And, you know, I'm, I'm not prepared to sit as an Ontario leader, a, a official opposition leader, leader of my party. I'm not prepared to sit back and wait uh, for the you know federal government to come up with something. I think we have an opportunity here in Ontario to be leaders on this. Um, and, and yeah, if the, if the Canadian government, the federal government wants to, you know, find a path forward to tie the nation together in terms of long-term care standards, that's great. But I don't think we should wait for that. I think we should be doing the heavy lifting ourselves and taking care of our seniors here in Ontario. Andrea, I want to thank you for joining us. Absolutely my pleasure, Ed. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Andrea Horvath, the leader of the opposition at Queen's Park and an MPP for Hamilton Centre. Now it's time for you to weigh in on the unpublished odd vote question. Should the Ontario government conduct a public inquiry into long-term care homes or is a commission good enough? We want to hear from you on this crucial issue facing us today. I want to thank my guest, Andrea Horvath, opposition leader at Queen's Park, NDP, MPP for Hamilton Centre. And I want to thank you for listening to the Unpublished Cafe. Stay safe. I'm Ed Hand.